This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, guys, we're back for another edition of Must Have, Maybe, and Avoid. I'm going to kick this off with Josh Jackson. He's had a really, really good last three rounds here, coming off a 53, 52, and a 63 in, in big minute rolls. So he started the year with less minutes than he was getting you know, the back end of last year when he was a keeper. So he's getting back to that role now, which is really, really good. You know, he had a random six-missed six, six missed tackle game there and still picked up a 52. And that and that's good signs that when he you know, doesn't get the run meters and picks up missed tackles that he can still get over that 50 mark, which you know, he's no, he's nowhere near price close to that 50-plus mark at the moment. He's, he's sitting around that you know, pretty close to his average currently at 46. So a dual position guy who has pedigree of, of being a big minute, big scorer at you know, the back end of last year, who isn't going to play Origin. I think he's pretty close to the, the best uh, pick up in your team this week and close to you know, a must-have over the next few weeks. And especially through the Origin period, I think he's going to be a must-have along with the likes of you know, Papali'i and potentially Tamalolo and, and, and those types of guys. So yeah, that 63 last week really cemented it. He had 151 run meters and the 51 tackles for no misses. So you probably won't expect that every week, but somewhere in that mid-50s would be ideal for, for Joshy Jackson there. We have to Isaiah Papali'i. We've spoken about the last bunch of weeks. So just a quick one on him, but obviously the, the two-try effort for 87 to go with his try last week. He's just been super consistent with a low score of 54, and, and he's going to be someone that he doesn't play in round 13 like Josh Jackson does. But he's going to be super important over that, you know, that next period there. And you know, he's owned by thirty-one percent of the top thousand and twenty-five percent of the top five thousand. So, you know, still someone that you could almost say is a slight pod, uh, you know, to bring into your side. And, and for those that brought him in last week, they they really benefited from that. So he's someone over the next few weeks you need to be looking at getting into your side for sure. All right, we'll talk about Talatau. Cooler as well at 241k, so up a little bit now. Has made a tiny bit of cash there at center in the wing fullback duel. Owned by a large percentage, obviously 55% there uh, and 34% overall. And you know, coming off a 16 in that last game, but 32 and a 25 when he actually got you know big minutes in the centers there. 
Means that he's got a little bit of cash to make if he can continue that in, in this role. So Morgan Harper loses his spot, unfortunately. He's in the 18th man jersey. And, and Cooler gets his opportunity to to show what he's got, really. And, and as a young fellow, he's only going to have you know improvement in him. And... You know, definitely has the potential to have a forty or a fifty in you know forty or fifty game in him. He has a, a pretty tough matchup this week against South, but you know there's every chance that you know either it's this week or over the next few weeks he could do well, make a little bit of cash, but you could use him as a as a cash out option or a cash down, uh, and is someone that is going to you know most probably play over their Origin period as well. So you'd be able to get him uh, get a, a score or two out of him there. So I think he's a, a, probably the best cheapy option at the moment. We'll speak about a couple more a little bit later as well. So Tamalolo here with a you know just under 50 average now. And the last four games he's done really well. So 61, 51, 62, and a 53. Getting you know minutes to 59 as these lowest minutes there over that section. And you know, the tackle breaks and the offloads are back. And that's what we've been waiting for for him to get you know close to 180 plus meters and, and some attacking stats there. So he hasn't had any tries, just had the one try assist across those games. And is you know priced just under that fifty mark, and I think he's someone over the next you know, next uh, next bunch of weeks, especially can can average over fifty, somewhere around that fifty five mark, and probably make you a hundred k, and you know be someone that is a keeper in your team going forward. So that's Tamalola there, probably slightly under what Josh Jackson is as a, as a buy in this you know next coming weeks. I just think that Josh has a little bit more money to make, and that dual position can really help you out. But but Jason's going to be a good option as well. Considering it looks like he's you know pretty well back, he hasn't had many injuries last, uh, you know, obviously this year especially, but you know had too many last year and, and yeah, he's been a gun in the past, so well, top gun, so that's that for him. All right, let's talk about Talakai. Last week to get him six seventy six k, you know, real negative break even there, averaging fifty five for the season, which included you know, a couple of games off the interchange bench, but obviously he's shown what he can do, right? So do you think he can continue that? That's going to be the biggest question there. He comes up against really, you know, pretty easy sides over the next three weeks, to be honest, or four weeks even, with the Broncos, Warriors, Canberra, and also Titans. So now's the week to get him if you want to. He could, you know, I think he's going to, as I said, he's going to average about that 45 to 50 in the centers. And if you think that that's enough, if you're fine with that, you know, 45 to 50 is where he's priced at, at the moment. So at worst, if he, if he averages that over the next, you know, bunch of weeks, he's obviously going to make a little bit over the next little bit get up into 700, 750, and then probably drop down a bit if he stays there. But if he goes nuts over the next three to four weeks and, and you don't have him, then that's going to be the big issue. So up to you if you want to pick him up. Edge and center, Jewel, yeah. We've got plenty of them at the moment with Aiken and these types of guys, so he could be an awesome one for your, squad, for your side. Cam, Cam McInnes, so the first one on this list that I think is, avo- is, is it is an avoid, uh, breaking it a little bit higher, obviously 52 last week, and he picked up a 34. So he moves back to the bench. He'll go back to like that 50 minutes again. Score somewhere in the 35 to 45. I think you just got to avoid him at this stage. Jackson Hastings is the interesting one here. The little bit of an outlier in this, in this group. As to, we're not exactly sure how he's going to go. The last two weeks in their two, you know, Golden, well, Golden Porter one-point wins, he's been really dominant. He's kicking goals now, you know, full-time, which is good. Uh, only had the one try assist in those last two games for a combined average of 56.5 points. So if you think he can continue this, the run meters, obviously the, the tackle breaks, the random offloads, uh, and you know, just good kicking in general play with forced dropouts, etc. Then he could definitely be someone that averages, you know, somewhere or close to that forty-five to fifty, and has a hundred to two hundred k to make. That's up to you though, if you want to take that risk. When there's obviously plenty of gun halves at the moment, so you can, uh, you know, take your pick if you would like to select him. Uh, I think he's going to do well. How well? I'm not exactly sure. Will he, you know, 
get a 35 and stunt all growth. I think that's a possibility and that's something you have to weigh up if you want to pick up Hastings at this point. Brandon Smith, and I think he's in the maybe category at the moment, really cheap, man. Like this guy, this is someone that if you look at last year, he you know, got himself up into the 740K range, you know, after a, a terrific year, obviously, you know, plenty of tries. You look at that stretch here, he had a, a try, try, a nothing, a double, and then four tries in a row. Uh, so I had like an eight-game game stretch of a try-a-game average, which was incredible. So, you know, can he continue to do that or get back to that in any case? So he had 70 minutes on the weekend. And if you know, For him, that's probably a little bit high. He obviously had the four tackle breaks in the offload, which is something he hasn't really had all year. He's had a four-tackle break game in round three when he scored 62 points and he played hooker when Grant was out. Uh, but other than that, he's just had very low tackles off the bench, very much no tackle breaks or offloads, and he got back to on the weekend. So he is someone that, you know, that price point, he only has to average sort of, you know, 40 or 40 plus uh, to make you a lot of money and, and cover in the hooker in the mid in the mid position. And for someone who's not going to be playing Origin, he's definitely someone that's on my radar as a potential pickup. But obviously he comes with his risks if you look at his last few games, the 29, 14, and 24. But... Let's yeah, let's see where his minutes you know, even out because they got fifty one and fifty of those two games there and got twenty nine and twenty four, which was wasn't good enough, but definitely you know someone that dominated last year and has plenty of cash to make if uh, if it gets to that stage where he actually is consistent. Hey's Param, so six in the first game off the interchange, he plays thirty seven minutes on the wing and scores a try, gets a line break and has a few attacking stats to go along with his turnover tackle, kick defusal, and hundred eighteen meters gain. So obviously has a lower break even this week. The half center duel. Definitely a potential option if you would like to bring him in. The Cowboys, Panthers, uh, Roosters, Manly over the next four isn't as exciting as playing the Knights when you're pumping them. I think the Cowboys game is going to be a lot closer than what we saw from the Knights there. So up to you guys if you would like to bring him in as a cash out. I'd probably go for Cooler over Perham. Uh, you know, Sean Russell could you know, potentially come back in the next few weeks. We've got you know Sivo probably mid-year kind of thing. Um, You've got Mac- uh, sorry, Mac- Katoa, um, Neokore uh, eventually coming back. So... Obviously, their, their stocks are down when they're playing Dylan Brown in the centers, but Perham's definitely a potential option. It has, has his risks, but also could you know, make you a little bit of money. I don't see him going nuts, uh, being a, a, you know, a, a winger on the left edge for the Eels. And it's not someone like a, a, a Panasini, who's a, a tackle-breaking type of guy. Um, you know, as you can see, he has a couple of decent games, like three and four tackle breaks, but generally not one of those type of players and, and doesn't make big run meters. So that's Hayes. Just Savang is an interesting one. So... With Curran out, he's going to be playing the lock role. And you see over the last two weeks there, of the last two games he's played at lock, 61 and, 80, and 68 minutes for 57 and 56. We obviously know what he can do in, in bigger minutes in that lock role. Over the years, he got a 70 there in 57 minutes. You know, a lower one uh, in 39 minutes, got a 25, a 50 and 46. So, you know, PPM-wise, he's really strong, 55 and 53, 66 in, in 80. So I think, you know, Jazz is someone that over that next little section when, when Toho is not back, um, and when Curran's not there, he could obviously score really well. But do you want to do you want to pick him up for a three to four week uh, stint at at lock? Obviously, he could score you well. But five hundred thirty five k, it's not like he's you know four hundred k. So he'll make you some cash. He'll get some good scores for you. But is that enough over that next section uh, to then you know flick him eventually, uh, or when he goes back to the bench, is you know can you can you stomach that? Um, and hold that or trade him out in that point and you know, two trades for some decent scores and maybe 50 to 80K in gains, up to you. All right, Joey Manu, 603K. He's obviously pretty expensive now, but the center and wing fullback, Jewel, coming off uh, a 58 in the last game with a try, which was great, 25 in between. So he had a 58, 63, 25, 58. He, over the next section, 
if he can continue to score tries, he's obviously going to score well. But when he doesn't score tries, he's a, a mid-20s to 30s kind of player, especially when how the Roosters have been playing at the moment. The next few games are nice for him with the Dogs and the Titans. So if you want to pick him up, now is probably the time with that slightly lower break even because he's going to have a few tougher ones just before Origin there. And then obviously he can dominate through that section with, with him being a, uh, a New Zealand player, uh, not going to be playing Origin. So definitely a decent option, but I just not on my radar at the moment, if I'm being honest. Um, if he is on yours, then that's okay. I think he's going to be a good pickup. All right, Tamari Martin, a lot of people talking about him, but the 43 coming up against the Dogs isn't going to happen every week. He's got Cronulla, he's got the Rabbitohs, and he's got Manly over the next three. Makes it pretty tough. He obviously like had an awesome comeback, and I'm so happy for him, so proud of him. Uh, but had eight tackles at fullback, which is interesting, for no misses. That's not going to happen every week. The six tackle breaks, the offload, and the 147 metres with a tri-saver, I don't think can be sustained. I think he's going to get a 25 this week. That's my thoughts. And if you think you're averaging 25 or 30, it's going to be enough for you to bring him in at 325. And you've got other guys, which we'll speak about. You know, we had the, the Kula, we had you know, Hayes Perham, these types of players, and then go for Tamari over him. I'm just, you know, again, just happy he's come back into the league uh, you know, fit and firing, but I wouldn't be personally picking him in my side. But, you know, I said last week I wasn't picking up Talakai, and look what he did. So you can you know, make your own decisions with that one. I'm just giving my advice as to, you know, showing you some of the risks that come that come along as a lot of these players. Sammy Vells is a very interesting one. So only played the two games this year, you know, last round, 54 minutes off the bench, and all, all, all these points in tackles there, 23 uh, and 30 metres gained. In the last game, he had 50 tackles for zero misses, which was really nice. And, you know, he's going to be getting that sort of 60-odd minutes going forward. Will he be making 50 tackles a game? Probably not, and not having any misses. I don't think so. You look at a lot of his games last year, he had a, you know, an 80-minute game there for 45, but a lot of his 60-minute games, he's 20 and 30. So I think it's a real scary one if you're looking to pick him up at 501K. Uh, you know, he's, he's almost priced at, at his average there. And the upside isn't really there. I don't think like he has to hit 45s on a regular basis in 60-odd minutes. I just don't think he can do it. His PPM is 0.64. Verrills, uh, I think he's in a void at this point. Uh, but we'll definitely watch him uh, over the next couple of weeks. All right, Edric Lee, 282. I can't believe we're speaking about him again, again but he did obviously have uh, you know, two decent games in a row, 32 and 29 in his first two games there. Five tackle breaks, two offloads. The, the, big, the biggest thing with him is obviously you're good at kick defusals in the air um, and you know, long limbs to, to knock balls out and stuff. So he gets a couple of points on that, but he's not always willing to run the ball. Out of, out of trouble, run the ball in general, and, and that that brings about meters, and that brings about tackle breaks and offloads. So he's always has that potential to get that mid-20 score, which we spoke about last week. At 282 now, with obviously a lower break even, is he able to continue with those mid-20 scores? Is he you know, potentially going to get 30s and 40s? Is he going to get a 5 against Melbourne? That's the biggest worry, and, and because of that, I can't pick him in my side. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, and I would try to push you away from him as well. Corey Pake, so this one obviously had like a perfect game for him. You see his minutes off the interchange, uh, decent in round five. Not so decent in round six with uh, with 17 in 37 minutes. So he had 24 tackles for four misses, which, you know, over his career, he's only got two of those games. So he's a one to two miss kind of guy in his, you know, 50, 60 minute, those types of games, even in his lesser, even his lesser minute games. So if you think he can continue to get around that 30, Obviously, there's a little bit of money to be made, but he's not going to score a try every week and make two line breaks. Yeah, he's just one of those perfect games for him, 25 tackles for one miss. I expect him to average somewhere around the 30 mark, and I don't think he has a lot of uh, you know, money to make from that point. At any, at any point in this uh, you know, next bunch of weeks, he could bring Billy and, and play him more minutes. You know, Turpin's going to be back at some point as well. So 
all the things to think about, guys, with uh, with all those players. I hope you enjoyed that must-have of uh, you know, avoids and also the maybes there. If, you ha- if you're liking these in general, then please hit like, subscribe. I appreciate that. And we'll catch you in the next few videos. See you, team. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.